The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx and is sponsored by me and my company. By now, you know what I can do for you. That's design stuff for you, like cover art for your podcast or a whole website for your podcast. Check out my portfolio over at djosephdesign.com or contact me through the normal means that you hear in the podcast. The Audacity to Podcast is also brought to you in part by GoToMeeting. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 25, 10 Christmas gifts for podcasters. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle. This is the podcast that you've come to to get the guts and where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. This is one of the fun things about podcasting is getting to tell others how to podcast because I've learned from a lot of people out there about podcasting and certain tools and some tools I've developed on my own as well and discovered new workflows that seem to work for me and best and certain things that I'm doing and all of this. So this is my opportunity to give back to you who want to start podcasting also, whether you want to start podcasting as a hobby or as a career. I want to give you the guts and teach you the tools to do that. And before we get into today's content about podcasting, let me tell you about my sponsor, GoToMeeting. This is the holiday season with Christmas coming up and the New Year's and of course, it's the end of the year as well. And you'll probably be traveling, visiting family or friends. Have you ever noticed that a lot of stuff ends up being due like stuff at work ends up being due near the end of the year. So it's a very busy time, but it's also the time when you want to take off a lot of time for your family. That's why you need a tool that will allow you to conduct business even when you're not face-to-face with your clients and colleagues. I highly recommend that you use GoToMeeting, which is brought to you by Citrix. Whatever you see on your computer screen is what you can share with the people who join your meetings. You can launch a meeting instantly or schedule it, and the people don't even have to download anything. They can just click a link and boom, they're in your meeting. I've used GoToMeeting before, and it is a fantastic tool. It's really easy and very simple for the presenter, and the participants. So my listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. That's more than a month of unlimited online meetings free. For this special offer, you must visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. That's GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST for your free 45-day trial. Now let's get into this. The top 10, or here are my top 10, Christmas gifts for podcasters is what we want to talk about today. Podcasters celebrate Christmas too, you know. Now, yes, many of us have different ways of celebrating Christmas and it means different things to different people. But most of America and probably most of the world celebrates Christmas, and part of the way that they do that is by giving gifts. If you have a podcaster in your family, and 
I don't know why you would be listening to this podcast, but maybe that podcaster gave you this podcast as just a hint, hint, or they left this podcast running on their iPod or they're letting it play while you're listening in. Don't worry, we'll keep it a secret. Or maybe you are a podcaster, most likely, and you are trying to figure out some things that you could put on your Christmas list, things that are both inexpensive and expensive, although you probably don't normally approach your list from thinking, what kind of expensive things could I put on here? Nevertheless, the items that I'm going to share with you are as expensive as $300, but as inexpensive as, get this, 83 cents. The cost of a few or just a couple postage stamps. The cheapest item on this list, 83 cents plus shipping. Yeah. So no matter what kind of podcaster you are, here is a list of 10 Christmas gifts for podcasters. And this is my suggestion, my opinion. I I know that. I acknowledge that. But I think you would like these. And before I start listing off all of these items, please know that all of the links to these items with links straight to Amazon where you can buy them if you want to, or you can look at them for more information and pictures. And I write a little bit more about each of these. All of these will be on the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 25 for episode 25. Let's get into this. Let's see. Should we go from the bottom up or from the top down? Let's go from the top. From We'll go one, two, three. Go from the cheapest. Coming in at 83 cents. The cost less than two postage stamps is an iPod AV cable or audio video cable. The reason I recommend this is you don't have to have an iPod for this. Here's what you can do that is so awesome with this iPod AV cable. That is, you can use it to plug in a cell phone to your mixer and bring live phone calls, not just Skype, but live phone calls into your mixer and into your recording with an 83-cent cable. That's amazing. It's very simple. The cable that I'm describing does not have the iPod flat connector to it. It has, it looks like a regular stereo headphones connector, the little three and a half millimeter connector or eighth inch connector. But instead of just having two black stripes on it, this has three black stripes on it. And on the opposite end, it has RCA plugs. But instead of just having red and white RCA plugs, it adds a yellow RCA plug. This cable is designed for use with iPods that have a video out capability so that they can play video to a TV. But use the red and white plugs for your incoming audio, the audio coming from the phone. Use the yellow cable for the outgoing audio, the audio that you want to go to the phone, which would be what's going through your mixer. And it works as a beautiful and very inexpensive way to bring in live phone calls in your podcast. So you can interview guests or co-hosts or whatever you want to do. Make prank calls or whatever you want to do with the phone for your podcast. Now, that'd be an interesting podcast. You could call it like the prank cast or something like that where you would call everyone and just do a prank phone call. If you do something like that, let me know and give me a little credit too. 
No, I'm kidding. You can do whatever you want with that idea. It's free. Million dollar idea for you. That's number one, the iPod AV cable for 83 cents. Link to that will be at the audacitypodcast.com slash 25. Number two, a gel wrist rest. Try and say that fast five times. Gel wrist rest. This is about $5. There are many different kinds that you can get, but all that this device is, well, it's not even a device. It's just a little pad. And as you probably know, mouse pads really aren't that necessary anymore because the mice are getting so good that they don't really need mouse pads anymore. And sometimes if you work on a multi-monitor workspace, a little mouse pad just isn't big enough for you because you have this tiny little space and you're trying to move this big mouse around on it and you've got multiple monitors it just might not work but what's beautiful about this little gel wrist rest is it's small it is about the size of the palm of my hand and I just put this thing down on a desk and it gives me a spot to let my wrist rest on it while I use my mouse this is wonderful for if you're at a desk that has a corner on it near where your mouse is because then you're not getting that sharp cutting into your wrist or if your mouse is kind of low then your wrist isn't having to bend in weird angles if you're kind of lazy in how you hold your wrist this is a really nice and very comfortable way to use your mouse and give it a nice rest and raise it up a little five dollars for a gel wrist rest check it out at the audacity podcast.com slash 25 coming in at number three rechargeable AA batteries with a charger. This is about $13. You could get AAA too or different kinds of batteries, but generally most of the portable electronic devices use AA batteries. But technology loves power and technology can eat through these batteries. Stuff like portable digital recorders, certain portable HD video cameras, Uh, digital cameras, wireless mice, all sorts of things like that can often run from AA batteries. It's a very, I'd say it's the most popular battery format for geeky devices, AA batteries. And you can really eat through AA batteries very quickly. And that's not good for the environment. And also it's not very good on your pocketbook when you're having to eat through all of these batteries, as well as carry all of these backup batteries for yourself so what i recommend is get some rechargeable batteries the rechargeable batteries that i link to in the show notes at the audacitypodcast.com slash 25 are 13 dollars. they're duracell brand it's a charger with four double a batteries so that's if you figure that you could just say the charger is three dollars or five dollars and then each of the batteries are two dollars per battery That might sound like a lot, and it is, for just a single battery. But realize you're getting more than just a single use out of these batteries. In fact, I highly recommend that you get enough extra rechargeable batteries so that when one set dies, you can switch to a freshly charged set and have the other set charging. Maybe even have three sets. It's up to you how many sets you want to have, but definitely have a backup set. But it's fantastic because it's inexpensive, it's environmental, and it works 
beautifully with almost every electronic device out there. Just take note of if your device has certain settings for if it has rechargeable batteries. My Zoom H4n portable digital audio recorder actually has a switch on it in the software that I can make it charge the AA batteries inside. I can tell it if I have alkaline or if I have NIMA batteries. That's N-I-M-H batteries or maybe it's Nike. No, it's NIMA. I can have it charge it and maybe your device can do that too. So check out some rechargeable batteries and make sure you get a charger too and you've got enough chargers or a big enough charger to last. You can even get solar chargers if you want and charge batteries in the car. Number four, an eight gigabyte or bigger SD card, $14. Do you know SD has really taken over for Compact Flash. Compact Flash used to be the premier format for digital cameras and portable devices. Now it's SD cards and other variations of SD cards like mini SD and micro SD. Pretty soon there will probably be like nano SD and stuff that is so small you can't even see it and they expect you to stick it somewhere in a phone. Get an 8 gigabyte SD card or bigger. An 8 gigabyte card will be about $14. I link to one in the show notes at the audacitytopodcast.com slash 25. And this card is $14. The SD cards are about postage stamp size and they say SD on them. Make sure your device supports SDHC. The HC stands for high capacity. So all total is secure digital high capacity. Otherwise, if your device doesn't support SDHC, it might not accept an SD card bigger than one or two gigabytes. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure your device supports that. The advantage of having this is if you have a digital camera or a digital HD camcorder like a Kodak ZI8 or something else, or if you have a digital recorder, a Zoom H4n or a Ederol R-09HR or whatever, many other devices use SD as their storage medium. Even many Android phones use SD. It's an easy way to save stuff to a device and transfer it to be able to swap devices back and forth. Get two. Why not? If they're only $14 or ask for two. Because then you can have one that you're transferring stuff from, and then you can have another one that you're using. Brilliant for digital cameras or recorders, because you never have to worry about filling stuff up. You just have to worry about your battery life. But if you're using rechargeable batteries and have your backups, then you're not going to have a problem. Number five, I recommend, and I do use Mosey Online Backup. It's $60 a year. But if you use the promo code DECEMBER, you'll get that at even less. You'll either get a couple months free or you'll get just a lower price for your first year. Anyway, it works out to be actually less than $60 if you use a coupon code like that. Check the link from the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 25. Now, the reason I think Mosey Online Backup is so crucial for podcasters Everything else I've mentioned is hardware-based, and you use all of this hardware to eventually get stuff to the software side. You're going to be making images and podcast recordings and all of this. A service like Mosey Online Backup is fantastic for backing up your data because hard drives do 
fail. We do not live in a perfect universe. Hard drives do fail. In fact, I am right now looking at a hard drive on my desk that just a month ago I assumed was working and had planned to copy the files off of it. I have no idea what's on it anymore. But the hard drive died. Bummer. But I have Mosey online backup, so I don't have to worry about it. Actually, I don't think I had it plugged in, so uh, yeah, I lost maybe some files. Maybe. We'll see. But if you have Mosey online backup, it works for Windows or Macs. It allows you to back up your projects, and it uploads it to the internet, so your house could blow up. Let's hope it doesn't, but your house could blow up, and you don't lose your files. It can be quite a bit slow the first time you back up, depending on how much you have to back up and how fast your internet connection is, but it is the best way to back up files, I think. Mosey Online Backup, that's about $60 or less if you use coupon codes, and I have one in the show notes. I do use it. I definitely love it for Mac. Uh, Not so much on Windows. It seemed to be a little bit slower, but it was getting much better on the Windows side. But it's really nice on Mac. And even on Windows, it has some nice features that the competitors don't use. By the way, I highly do not recommend Carbonite. And the reason for not recommending Carbonite is Carbonite does not back up video files by default. And if you are backing up more than 100 gigabytes, Carbonite will limit your upload bandwidth to probably half of what you'd normally be able to get on the average high-speed connection. So I strongly encourage you to not consider Carbonite. So that's Mosey Online Backup, number five. Number six is a cordless performance mouse MX. This is a mouse by Logitech that I have and really like this device. Now, there are other mice out there that are also really good. I really like the Logitech MX 1100 as well. But there are some things about it that I don't like as much as the performance mouse MX. And there are some things about this mouse that I don't like as much as the MX 1100. This mouse, you can get it on Amazon for $75, the Cordless Performance Mouse MX. First of all, it's cordless, so I can move it anywhere. The little receiver to this mouse is Logitech's Unifying Receiver, which is a tiny little thing. It's smaller than any of my fingernails or even toenails. It's this tiny little thing sticking out of the side of my laptop computer. It's so small that I can leave it plugged into my computer all the time, even when I'm moving my computer around and putting it in a bag and everything. It just barely sticks out, so I never have to worry about it getting caught on anything and ripping or messing up the USB port or anything like that. It's so small, I just leave it in all the time, and it's not in the way at all. And the mouse itself is great because it has lots of buttons. It's got the scroll wheel, and I know I've mentioned this before, that the scroll wheel can either click, listen to this, that's the clicking of the scroll wheel, or if I press a button and then scroll, it just free scrolls. And it's really nice because it's like the flick that you might be familiar with on iPhones or iPads, iPod touches. And it makes it great for working with documents and quickly scrolling or quickly zooming in or zooming out. Also, the scroll wheel clicks left and right. 
I assign that as special shortcuts for my internet browser and many other programs that have multiple tabs. So I make left and right go to the left tab or the right tab, respectively. And it's a great way to get my hands off the keyboard or to give me a shortcut for doing other things on my computer more effectively and much quicker. That's a cordless performance mouse MX for about $75 off of Amazon. Number six. Again, the links to all of these will be in the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 25. Number seven, a great pair of headphones. Headphones are crucial to a podcaster. I recommend looking for headphones that are around the price of $100. For $100, you can get some really nice headphones. Some things that you want to look for is you want what they kind of call can headphones or headphones with these little cushions around them. You want over-the-head yeah, over the head headphones, and you want these little cushions on them for a couple reasons. One, it helps filter out or even cancel the noise in the room so all that you're hearing is what is coming through the headphones. Secondly, you don't want that sound to escape from the headphones because if it escapes from the headphones, then it will make it back into your microphone and have a kind of echo sound to whatever you say or music that you're recording. So you need a good pair of headphones. There are so many different kinds of headphones out there. I've heard good things about the Bose over ear or over yeah, something like that. Headphones, that's what Cliff Ravenscraft recommends. And I've seen other headphones recommended. But about $100 can buy you some really nice headphones. Here's what I recommend. Go to a local store like Best Buy or, or somewhere. Try on their different headphones. See what sounds good. See if you can even bring your own iPod so you know what something is supposed to sound like. And then listen to it through different headphones and see what's comfortable and see what sounds good. And keep in mind, when looking for comfort, keep in mind, if it's slightly uncomfortable in just a few minutes, it's going to be terribly uncomfortable in a few hours, or even just an hour if you podcast for an hour. So invest in some good, comfortable headphones. I don't link to any specific pair of headphones, but I link to the whole category in Amazon of headphones, quality headphones. Check them out, and if you find something that you really love, I really want to know what that is that you like. You can send that to feedback at noodle.mx, comment on the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 25, or call in to 859-353-4332. Moving on to number eight, I highly recommend a Heil overhead broadcast boom. This was my top item that I said I'm thankful for in my Thanksgiving episode, which was episode 21, I believe. What I suggest you do with this is don't worry if you don't have one of those expensive Heil PR40 microphones. The Heil overhead broadcast boom is $120 through both Musician's Friend and Amazon.com. It allows me to mount a microphone to my desk and it creates a nice robot arm kind of thing. You know those old lamps that you could just move them around anywhere? Not the like twisty kind, but where it's a robot arm and it's kind of like a, a tractor that you have those pneumatics on it. This 
arm allows me to easily move the microphone right where I need it to be or to move it out of the way. It mounts to my desk so it's nice and steady and it's not taking up floor space. And what's really great about the Heil and why I specifically recommend the Heil overhead broadcast boom is because it's very clean. It has this nice little slot along the top and the back of it where your cord can go so your cord stays out of the way and it's not hanging or wrapped around things it's very clean and the high all stand the boom will work with any microphone not just a high all pr40 it will work with any microphone it has a standard little screw point on the end of it and if your microphone is really lightweight and you find that or you think that it might be too lightweight for this boom arm, don't worry because this even includes a balancing weight that you can connect to it. So if you don't have a high LPR40, which is a kind of heavy microphone, and you have a lighter weight microphone, then you can still connect it to this, add that extra balancing weight, and then it is perfectly balanced. It's beautiful. I love this stand it's my favorite piece of equipment that i have it really is and it's just a it's a mic stand basically and it's my favorite piece of equipment so that's number eight it's about 120 dollars, but definitely worth it i would even recommend this over getting something like a high lpr 40 microphone which will make you sound better yes but having this stand makes your studio far less frustrating because you're not having to always adjust things or you have a syncing microphone or anything like that. Number nine, I recommend for a podcaster, now this is getting up there in price, so just keep that in mind, but for a podcaster, I recommend an Apple iPod Touch. Now you don't have to have an iPod to podcast, and if you're a podcaster, you probably know that by now. But if you're interested in podcasting, then You have to listen to podcasts to get good or see what others are doing and get some inspiration. There are certainly other iPods, cheaper iPods, like the iPod Nano is $140 to $170 from Amazon, depending on which storage you get, 8 gigabyte or 16 gigabyte respectively. But the Apple iPod Touch, $215 to $370, depending on the storage, is great because It's a bigger screen, which is fantastic for watching video podcasts. By the way, you know the new iPod Nanos, the little square ones with the touchscreens? Those don't play video. In fact, I think the generation just before it didn't play video either. Only what's known as the fat boy, the fourth generation iPod Nano, plays video like video podcasts, supposedly. That's what's in the specifications. I haven't actually gotten one. I have the old fat boy one, and it plays video podcasts fine. But with, but with the Apple iPod Touch, you never have to worry about whether it will play video podcasts because it does, and it's got this great, nice screen. Also, being an iPod Touch, it's running iOS. That's the same operating system behind the iPhone. So that means whatever podcasting applications you hear people talking about that they use on their iPhones, you could use on your iPod Touch. You know those soundboard applications like SoundBite can also be remote controlled from an iPod Touch or an iPhone or an iPad 
or you can even have a soundboard installed into your iPod Touch and just touch things on your phone instead of clicking things on your computer for sound effects or music and just plug your phone into your mixer as a sound source for sound effects and music. And many other programs included like recording programs or even audio editing programs on an iPod Touch, this tiny little iPod Touch that could fit in your pocket. I definitely recommend it for a podcaster or a podcast listener. After all, as Apple said, it certainly is the funnest iPod out there. And then number 10 on this list of 10 Christmas gifts for podcasters, a portable digital audio recorder, $280 to $300. Now, you know that I am a proponent of recording into your computer, not necessarily defend, not, let me say that again, not promoting it, but defending it. By that, I mean that it's not pure evil if you record into your computer. But there are a lot of things that could go wrong recording into your computer. I've had things go wrong before. Well, once or twice. And also recording into your computer can generate issues like noise. But there are ways to work around that because you can get a USB interface into your computer. So you're turning your audio into a digital signal before it gets to your computer. That cuts down on a lot of the noise. I've talked about that before. But a portable digital audio recorder is great because I never have to worry about whether my computer is working right. I don't have to switch audio inputs on my computer in order to make sure it's recording from the right source. I just have this recorder set up next to my computer. I hit the record button and it starts recording right when I want it to. No waiting for it to load the program. It does take just a brief moment to load up, but I can even see my levels on the recorder and see how is my audio looking or am I really even recording anything right now? It's a very flawless way to record an episode. My friend Cliff Ravenscraft has recorded more than 2,000 episodes into a portable digital audio recorder. He uses the Ederall R-09HR recorder. And he said that Of those 2,000 episodes, he's only had, I think, maybe a couple fail, but it wasn't the fault of the audio recorder. It was the fault of the SD card. In one case, he had an SD card that went bad after using it for 2,000 episodes. I'm not necessarily surprised. And in another case, he'd actually filled up the episode or filled up the SD card and his recorder just wouldn't record anymore. So that's why you need those extra cards or maybe a bigger card than what your device comes with. So there's the Ederall R-09HR and the Zoom H4N handy portable digital recorder. Both these, these are great portable digital recorders and they work great for plugging into a mixer and recording straight into a digital recorder instead of recording into, their, into a computer. There are different reasons why you might want to use one of these devices. The Ederall, many people say it's easier and it's definitely smaller. The Zoom H4n has uh, XLR inputs. It can record in four channels. The Ederall has a nicer display. The H4n, I think, has nicer microphones built in. 
there are pros and cons to each one, so it really depends on what you want to do. I chose the Zoom H4n for multiple reasons, and I will someday record a podcast, maybe even a video podcast, showing what I do and how I do it with the Zoom H4n. But get a portable digital audio recorder because not only for the safety and the the ease of workflow in recording your podcast of going to a recorder instead of going to your computer. But here's another great thing to consider. How many more podcasts would you record if you could record anywhere? See, with a portable digital audio recorder, it's, what's that first word? It's portable. That means you can take it anywhere. You can go out for a walk and record things while you're out on a walk. Again, my my friend Cliff Ravenscraft over at podcastanswerman.com records these podcasts for his personal audio journal. And he records these things while he's out taking a walk. Or oftentimes he does. And he just takes his little recorder with him and he's walking as he's talking. And sometimes he's talking about fitness. Sometimes he's just talking about things going on in his personal life or his business. Also, it's the portable digital audio recorders are great for taking to interviews. If you go to a conference and you meet someone that you've always wanted to meet and talk to, and you think, oh, I just wish I could get an interview with him. Maybe I can schedule him to somehow jump on Skype someday or call me on the phone and we can set up this interview and all of that. That can be a hassle, and if it doesn't happen at that moment, it might never happen. So instead, if you have a portable digital audio recorder with you, and you meet someone that you want to interview, you could maybe just stop them right there and say, hey, do you have five minutes? Can can I just record a couple questions, ask you a couple of questions, and release it on my podcast? And I might say, sure, let's just find a little quieter place and sit down and record it for a few minutes. And then you've got an episode right there that you could release or include within an episode. A portable digital audio recorder is fantastic. One other last thing that I would mention as a benefit to recording into one is if you're podcasting from home and you have a computer, one of the things that portable digital audio recorder gives you the advantage of is no noise generation. A computer generates noise. And I'm not talking about recording noise and line noise or grounding noise or any of that. I'm talking about the fans on a computer generate noise because computers generate heat and they need to cool down somehow so they have fans in them. Even a MacBook has fans in it because it has to cool down somehow. And the more you have running on your computer, the more it has to cool down. So those fans can be picked up by your microphone. If you want to eliminate all background noise, then eliminate anything that makes noise in the background. That sounds obvious, but sometimes we miss it because we don't realize what things are making noise. So if you can, sometimes you might want to consider turning off your computer and just recording straight into the digital audio recorder, either through your mixer or use the microphone on it. The Zoom H4n also has the benefit of it can function as a microphone. It has these great condenser microphones on it, which condenser microphones, eh, not so much good for podcasting, great for atmospheric podcasting, like going somewhere in a coffee shop or outside because it picks up the environment really well and it will sound like you're really there. But 
the Zoom H4n can function as an external microphone. So that's the Zoom H4n is $300 and the Ederol R-09HR is $280. Now the Ederol, by the way, is actually the better deal. And at $280, you get the Ederol recorder, a four gigabyte SD card, you get a remote control, power adapters, all of this stuff in this kit at Amazon for only $280, whereas the Zoom H4n at $300 is just the Zoom, it's power cables and USB cable, and that's it. Maybe some batteries too. No remote, no, it only includes a one gigabyte SD card, but it's still fantastic value. I love my Zoom H4n. I chose it over the Adderall R-09HR for specific reasons, and I'll get into those later. But look at a portable digital audio recorder. If you're really on a tight budget, then I'll give you a bonus tip of dropping down a few levels is the Zoom H1 is pretty good too. It has some great microphones built into it, and it's only $100. It doesn't have all the features of these more expensive recorders, but it is a good recorder too. So once again, from the top, the 10 Christmas gifts for podcasters, an iPod audio video cable for 83 cents, a gel wrist rest for $5, rechargeable AA batteries with a charger for $13, an 8 gigabyte SD card starting at $14, price goes up the bigger the card you get, Mosey online backup for $60 a year or less, use the promo code December or the current month of whatever month you're listening to this number six a cordless performance mouse mx for 75 dollars. i also recommend the logitech logitech mx 1100 number seven great headphones for around a hundred dollars number eight the heil pl2t overhead broadcast boom for 120 dollars Number nine, an iPod Touch for $215 to $370. And number 10, a portable digital audio recorder, either the Adderall R-09HR or the Zoom H4n handy portable digital recorder for $280 or $300 respectively. Those are my suggestions for Christmas gifts for podcasters. Do you have suggestions? What would you suggest are good gifts for podcasters or what do you want as a podcaster what are you wanting for christmas that will help you in podcasting whether some of the technologies that you've seen or that are coming out that you think would make great gifts or just things that you want to enhance your workflow as a podcaster please share those you can leave a comment in the show notes at the audacity to podcast.com slash 25 You can email those directly to me to feedback at noodle.mx or call in to 859-353-4332. And I might include those in the show at some point. By the way, speaking of the phone number and contact information and all of that, JD called in and asked a good question about advertisers in your podcast. Hi, Daniel. This is J.D. Sutter from RadioCSS.com. Just had a quick question for the Audacity to Podcast. Um, just wondering what would be a good starting point to, as far as a dollar amount for sponsors and podcasting since 2007. Those not quite where I'd like it to be yet, but I still would like to explore the possibility of getting some sponsors. 
I just wondered what would be a good uh, starting point as far as the dollar amount. If you could help me out, I would appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for calling JD over at RadioCSS.com. JD, the answer to that question is both short and long. And someday I will do an episode specifically about making money from your podcast and advertisers and such. There are a couple things that you need to ask yourself. One, why is it worth to you to inconvenience your listeners by including an ad in your podcast? Yes, I currently have a sponsorship deal with GoToMeeting. That's because I had certain bills that I needed to pay related to the podcast and I wanted to see how well the GoToMeeting sponsorship would pay those bills. And it's doing all right. I'm, I haven't decided yet if I'll renew, but we'll see. Also, ask yourself or look at how many listeners and how many downloads do you have. Most advertisers, like with those through Blueberry or certain other advertising networks, will pay based on how many downloads you get. They will pay based on a, on a, a, a number of a thousand. For example, they might say $50 CPM. That's cost per, it's not million, but it's per thousand, cost per thousand. So they, for every, for every 1,000 downloads you get, you get paid $50. And this is just an example here. $50 CPM is pretty good. At $50 per thousand, if your podcast gets 10,000 downloads, then you're going to, in a month, all of your episodes are downloaded 10,000 times in a month, then that's going to be $500 a month for you. That might be enough for you to consider using the CPM. Then again, if your podcast gets $40, uh, 40 downloads or 100 downloads a month, then you're not going to be making very much. When you're starting out and when you're small, do not do ads. When you get bigger, then you have to start considering, is it worth it to inconvenience my listeners or to interrupt my workflow to include this ad? Will I make enough from this ad to be able to justify it? to myself, and to my listeners. But if you get ads in your podcast, don't go overboard. So what's a dollar amount? There's really no set thing. But I do know podcasters who make $250 per episode with a single flat sponsor. No matter how many downloads they get, they get $200 to $300 per episode. If you can personally work out a sponsorship with someone, then maybe that's a good price to shoot for, $200. Or if you get thousands of downloads and the sponsor is just a fantastic deal, then bump it up a bit. If you want some more specific advice, go ahead and email me directly, feedback at noodle.mx, and share some of those stats with me. And let me know if it's okay to share some of the basic stats with listeners and I'll try to be discreet with that because later on when I do an episode about making money from your podcast and advertising I'll address some of these issues. Finally, the audacity tip for this week. I saw someone on Twitter talking about audacity and I monitor the conversation on Twitter so anytime anyone tweets with the word audacity, 
I see it. I'm the all-seeing. And a problem I saw someone have on Twitter is that they were making an audio drama with Audacity, which that's perfectly all right. There's nothing wrong with doing an audio drama in Audacity. But the problem that they were facing was that in Audacity, they were having all of these tracks in Audacity and having a hard time moving the tracks around because what they were doing is going over to the left where you have the mute and solo buttons. That's called the track control panel. They were going over to there, clicking the drop down menu and clicking move track up. Then they'd have to move their mouse, click the drop down menu again, move track up or move track down. And it was just a pain for them to do that. It's no wonder because that is a total pain, especially if you've got more than two tracks in your recording, which if you're doing an audio drama, you've probably got a lot of audio tracks. Instead of clicking that or even going to the track menu and telling it to move things around on there, actually, you can't do it from there. So instead of clicking the track control panel and clicking every time, move track up, move track down, Here's something else you can do. Find an empty space on your track. Like, not, let me try that again. Look at the track control panel. See where right above the solo button, there was that kind of empty space there. Just click and hold down your mouse button in that space and then drag the track up or down. And this allows you to move it between tracks in your recording in fact if you've got a really huge recording you can even add your scroll wheel to this while you're holding down the mouse button and dragging this track around you can scroll down to drag it to the bottom or scroll up to drag it to the top of your podcast or top of your audio tracks and this will save you a lot of time it will make it a lot easier as you move your audio tracks around for you So that is go to the track control panel and just click and hold in that empty space right above the solo button and just drag it up or down and then you can rearrange the order of your tracks and that can make it a lot easier for you as you are producing your podcast so that you can put stuff where you want it. That's it for now. Everyone, thank you very much for listening. Now, it's coming up to the Christmas time and I'm not sure the schedule for podcasts for the next couple episodes. I do want to apologize for the recent weird schedule of episodes. There's been sickness and then certain other conflicts came up, but at least I've gotten an episode out each week, which that's always important to try and do. But now that I'm back and healthy and all of that. Hopefully the schedule will work out okay after Christmas. We'll see what we'll be doing for Christmas. But please do share with me those kind of podcasting resources that you want for Christmas or that you think a podcaster would want for Christmas. Comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 25 Email feedback at noodle.mx or call in to 859-353-4332. And remember, if you're interested in purchasing any of these things, please check the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 25.
25 to see the pictures, a little brief review, and just get this whole list of items. Maybe just print it right off and drop it around near your family or people who are interested in getting gifts for you and say, oh, here's a list of things you could get for me. So if I don't podcast again before Christmas, I hope that you have an absolutely wonderful Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel Lewis. Follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. Thank you for listening.